Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And thanks to the help you get from ASC Certified Technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. We'll help you keep it running. If you uh, are having issues with your car, your truck, your van, and you're going to be bringing it in to your favorite dealer, your favorite shop, and you want to know, I'd like to kind of know what's going on with this thing. Maybe I can have some good information up front so we can get it taken care of. And what is it? And why is it? Dan Burns, good morning. Good to see you uh, on this brisk uh, Saturday. It is a brisk Saturday. Is it still windy out there? Yeah, it was really yeah, windy yeah. when I came in. That, walking down the uh, the wind tunnel here out in downtown is a challenge. It's it, really breezy. It does amplify, yeah, doesn't it's, it? Yeah. It's not very comfortable. If you uh, have a question, car-related, vehicle-related, call it in or text it. And keep in mind, Dan's going to be with us only for oh, about another 30, 30 minutes or so. Until Jack Farrell's wine chat. So call it in or text it in. Same number applies, 651-989-9226. Do it now so we don't run out of time before we get your question answered. Uh, Some folks are questioning already, uh, given the the weather, and I know we have listeners from all over the place, all over the world for that matter, on the Internet. Uh, Snow tires. We've had snow showers the past day or so, and certainly those folks up in the Red River Valley, those, wow. 20-some yep. inches of snow. Yeah, they should have them on already. I should say. But what about the folks here? Around <laughs> I, this I, I don't think so here. This is Too uh, early? The, yeah, this is unusual uh, to have, you know, the flare, the flurries that we've been having. And it's, I, you know, we did not get snow overnight particularly, so it's not going to add up. So I, I don't, I think it's a little early. I'd wait another couple weeks or three weeks. Well, on another topic, um, the the cold, the hot weather, you come in here, we talk about people realizing, gee, the air conditioning's not working. What are the problems that can happen with heat or lack of it? Well, uh, it's uncomfortable. That's the biggest problem. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but if, you know, uh, 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 if you're not getting heat, most com- on a cold morning, most, the most common problem with it is that the engine itself is not heating up properly. In order to make heat in the car... Uh, it uses the heat from the engine. Coolant runs f- through the engine and then through the heater core, and that's how you make heat on the inside of the car. And if the engine's not getting warm enough, then uh, the the coolant in the heater core is not warm enough to heat the car up. And so, uh, first of all, you're not comfortable. But beyond that, uh, the car doesn't run right when it's not up to proper operating temperature. It needs to be at the right temperature for air fuel mixture and for a whole bunch of things, a whole bunch of reasons. So, uh, if you're if you have just cool heat in your car, then you should probably take it in and have the engine checked to be sure that the thermostat is working properly, or or find out why the engine's not uh, warming up properly. Do you still replace thermostats like they did in the old days? Frequently. You do? Yes, still. we do. Yes, we do. And then the other thing that we're seeing more and more of over the years is the components that they make the heater core and the radiator out of have a tendency to get kind of crusty on the inside. And uh, and so we see more and more heater cores that are actually plugged hmm. with uh, debris 
And of course, if the warm coolant won't through or won't flow through the heater core properly, uh, you're not going to get heat either. So that's uh, that's another problem that we run across and have seen more of it lately. And the heater core is kind of like a radiator, isn't it? It's a small radiator inside the car, and uh, and it needs to warm up to, hmm. to get you heat. And bad news is. It's most of the time very complicated to replace. Well, of course. Yeah, it's behind the dash, and so you have to take the whole dash out to get at that heater box to replace it. Wow. Yeah. Buck, a few bucks there. Yep. 651-989-9226. Uh, let's go to the phones. I think John is waiting there. John, you're on CCO with Dan. Hi. I have a 2010 Sienna, and uh, i got 220,000 miles on it. I take good care of it. Um, I believe it has a timing uh, belt. And I was just wondering uh, what your opinion would be. Is it worth putting a new timing belt in or a 220,000 miles in my uh, fight and uphill battle? No, I, well, I don't know. You, you Only you know the condition of the rest of the vehicle, but uh, 220,000 yeah, 220, miles is no time to throw away a car anymore. They, they Isn't go, that true? They can go long beyond that. <clears throat> and if you go out and price a new Sienna and you'll absolutely think it's a good idea to change that timing belt. The payback is not very long. So, no, I think that, uh, first of all, you are due. Uh, that is, It is time to replace it again. I'm sure you've changed it once. Uh, it's time to change it again, and I think it's a, probably a good idea and a good value for you to do that. So go ahead and do it. If you don't do it, someone else will take that vehicle and do it. So you And must, they'll be driving. Yeah, you might as well just change it, and, and uh, if you like the vehicle, go ahead and, and uh, fix it up and keep it going. Those Toyotas are nice, though. Well, they Those go a long ways, don't yeah, they? Yeah, absolutely. they go a long ways. Yep. Thank you, John. Good luck with that. 651-989-9226. If you want to call it in, great. If you want to text it in, that's the same number for your text, 651-989-9226. Here's a text, Dan. 13 uh, Fusion. Uh, when taking off, slow shifts hard. When taking off, slow shifts hard. When taking off fast, the ship's smooth. Could it be low fluid? Car does not have a dipstick. Yeah, it could. It could be low fluid, and that's one of the problems with the car that doesn't have a dipstick. <laughs> yeah, especially, yeah. it's a. What did he say? Twenty thirteen fusion. Yeah. So, uh, if for some reason it developed a small leak, uh, you might not know that it's not leaking enough to drip on the ground, and so you don't see it. But if it is has developed a, a slow leak and the fluid has gotten low, then uh, then it certainly could cause shifting issues. So that's by far the first choice that you should make is to bring it in to the shop. You'll have to get help on this because you have to put it up on the hoist to actually <clears throat> check it. But go ahead and do that. Take it into the shop. They'll know what to do. They'll know how to check it. Expect to pay something. It's uh, it's not a quick look at the dipstick uh, inspection. But uh, but to have them check the fluid, fill it up, and see if that takes care of it. it, it good chance it will. And then also at the same time, have them inspect for a leak and see if they find anything. All right, very good. We need to take a quick break here, Rick uh, New Hope. Hang on. You're going to be first up here when we come back. If you want to send your car care question via text, same number as the phone number, 651-989-9226. And good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny along here with Dan Burns from uh, Lloyd's Automotive. We'll tell you where to find him in a moment or two. Uh, if you have any kind of a car care question, you want to talk to this guy. He is an ASC certified technician. Uh, and he can help you out before you bring in your car for service, wherever that may be. 
651-989-9226. That's the phone number. It's also the text number. So you can call in your question. You can text it, 651-989-9226. Rick in New Hope has been waiting there. We appreciate that. Rick, what's your question for Dan? Yeah, thanks for taking my call. I have a 2001 Saturn, and once we get up to about 70 miles an hour, the front wheels start bumping. Do you have any idea on that? Well, uh, uh, first thing I would check is that the wheels themselves is are the tires in good shape. If you were in my shop, I would take the tires off and put them on the spin balancer <clears throat> where I can see the rotation of the tire, see how that looks, and then I can also check the balance and see if it's, if it's uh, out of balance at all. <clears throat> and beyond that, the next thing that would cause a noise up front there is the uh, wheel bearing. And... Same thing, if it was in my shop, it would require me to take it on a test drive down the highway. Uh, I know what that sound sound like sounds like, but I'm not going to try and sh- do it for you so that you can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that requires a, a test drive, and, and uh, then we can do an inspection on the hoist if that's what it is. But, uh, but uh, noise up front, usually a tire or a wheel bearing. Okay. Is, does a car need... Uh, not wheel balancing, uh, alignment, four-wheel alignment from time to time? I mean, is there, is there a maintenance issue there? Or is that something that doesn't need to be done so often? Well, the, the maintenance issue would be <clears throat> potholes, which we have oh, plenty, yeah, plenty of them here in this town. It, 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 an alignment problem requires something to change. And so for something to change, it would be a worn part, a worn bushing, uh, it would be, it would require hitting a pothole or something like that, and and moving something or bending something slightly, and uh, then we bring it into the shop, put put um, meters on each of the four wheels, and then adjust them accordingly as best we can. Sometimes there's you know there's no adjustment. Not every wheel will move in every position, hmm. but uh, but we adjust them the best we can, and we know when it's good enough to uh, to call it align properly. Uh, if we can't get it good enough to be aligned properly, then we have to replace some parts. Oh. And, uh, but, but like I say, uh, you know, the best test for alignment uh, on your own car is does it, when you're going down the highway, is the steering wheel straight? If it's not, something's changed. Uh, or as you're going down the highway, does the car want to pull in either direction? And if it's pulling... Uh, one thing to be cautious of, be sure it's not the wind blowing because <laughs> a strong wind will certainly cause the car to want to go in one Pretty direction. Pretty amazing, isn't yeah, it? It can amazing. do that. You'll have to steer against the like wind for sure. Yeah. So, But be aware of the wind if, it, if it's pulling a little bit. Uh, give it another day or two and, and see if that changes. Uh, here's a text. By the way, if you want to send a text, that's easier, 651-989-9226. Keep in mind, Dan will be here for about another 15 minutes, so don't wait if you want to get some help. Uh, hey, Dan, Texas says, got an 03 Mustang that I park for the winter. Anything special I need to do to prepare it? Thank you. Oh, you know, <clears throat> that we, we argue back and forth whether it's best to change oil before or after you put the, the vehicle away. I know you used to do both, Denny, but, but you're kind of a nut that, <laughs> that way. That was over the top. That was over the top. Over the top. Probably when you put it away. Probably yeah. change it uh, before you put it away. A lot of people will recommend over-inflating the tires, and that's probably a good idea uh, just because they're going to sit in one spot for a long time. 
And then the other thing that you for sure have to do is is a deal with the battery because <clears throat> if it's left in a facility that is not heated and if the battery goes dead, and over the winter it probably will, then uh, uh, it wrecks. If, it, if the battery freezes, it wrecks the battery. So don't allow it to freeze or don't, don't allow it to go dead. So either put a battery tender on it to keep it charged up or take the battery out of the car and put it in a well-ventilated, warm spot in the house or, or, or garage that's, that stays above freezing. And, uh, and that's because of the, some of the gases that come. Yeah, it has it has gases that come off of it that you don't want to accumulate in a okay. small closet or something sure. like that. Don't put it in a in a uh, plastic bin <laughs> up on the uh, up on the shelf. That's a bad idea. Um, but anyway, uh, and and then I think that's about it. You know, make make sure when you put it away, the fluids are all full and all that. And and uh, if the battery is protected, then I think in the spring it'll start right up and be just fine for you. Okay. Sounds like fun. Wash right. it, polish yeah, it, make it look good. That's very fine. good. Yeah, clean. Yeah. All right, we need to take a break. We're going to find out where you can find the the good folks at Lloyd's in a moment. And good morning, welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Dan Burns is an ASC certified technician at Lloyd's Automotive, which is located where, Dan? Lloyd's Automotive is at nine eighty two Grand Avenue in St. Paul, right between Lexington and Victoria on Grand Avenue. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. We're on Facebook, as we have talked about, and or you can give us a call the old-fashioned way. Nick will be there this morning, actually, so you can call and talk to him. Uh, and the num- that number is 651-228-1316. Very good. I want to grab some text messages. We have a bunch, but the Ron in Buffalo has been uh, waiting. Ron, what's your question for Dan? Yes, hello there. I have a, good morning, guys. I have a uh, 2011 Dodge Grand Caravan, and when I pull up, uh, it's a transmission uh, question here. When I pull up to a a stop sign and uh, I don't stop completely, and then when I I step on the gas again to, to go, the transmission hesitates a little bit, and then all of a sudden she'll grab and, and uh, keep going. Now, when I take and, and do stop and give it time to, you know, to stop and almost like reset itself, then I don't have that issue. Has it changed? Is, it, is this different than it used to be? Uh, it, it has been getting worse uh, last winter is when I really noticed it. Now, during the summertime, it's not as evident, but... Uh, uh, but like it, you know, it's getting colder now, so it's starting, starting to, to do uh, it. act up a little more again. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure that I'd say that's a problem. Um, what one thing that I would recommend is is start with doing regular maintenance on the transmission. Have the fluid changed or the fluid and filter changed because that's just good maintenance anyway. And the fact that it's changed is a, a little bit concerning, but. Over time, you know, it, when you're when the transmission shift, it's it's done with electronic solenoids, and it's changing where fluid is flowing in the transmission. And over time, if one of those solenoids happens to slow down a little, uh, it could go a long, long time that way. So I don't know that it's anything that needs to be dealt with, other than I would certainly recommend uh, doing regular maintenance on it. And uh, you know, I I. At this point, I wouldn't wouldn't recommend uh, any repair. Like here's here's <laughs> kind of the deal: if you're in my shop and I'm looking at your car and 
uh, I make a recommendation, when I make that recommendation, you expect a change. And so it makes me pretty cautious about uh, making a recommendation because you want something to change. And I, and if I'm going to take money from money from you, I expect you to want something to change. So uh, that's kind of the check and balance in this business is uh, I'm, I'm pretty hesitant to make a, a recommendation of a sale if, if uh, you're not going to notice a difference. Hmm. So I, I probably on your car would not recommend anything other than maintenance uh, at this point. Okay. Good answer. All right, you're going to play the role of uh, auto therapist now, Dan. All right. says, good morning. Can you please settle an argument between my husband and me regarding oil changes? I have a 2017 Toyota Tacoma, and the book suggests synthetic oil and change every 10,000 miles. My husband has been a mechanic for 30-plus years and absolutely insists that I have to do it every 3,000. Uh, it kind of jumps around here. Uh, please help. I should probably let you know that I drive 43 miles one way to work every day. I promise that if you say he is correct and I should do it every 3,000 miles, I will tell him. <laughs> well, just as a male, you know, and, and, and I have a wife at home, I have to be right. So uh, I'm going to cheat a little bit that way that I'm, I'm going to side with the, the mechanic that's been in business for 30 years. That's, uh, that's uh, who I'm going with. But... That being said, 3,000 with synthetic oil is probably a little bit of overkill. A little too early, maybe. Well, it, it certainly doesn't hurt anything. Right. It's, yeah. uh, uh, if he wants to do it and he thinks it's a good idea, then that's exactly what you should do for sure because it doesn't hurt anything. It's, uh, clean oil is better than old oil in any car, so that's for sure. Synthetic oil is better than conventional oil in any car, so that's for sure too, but... Uh, every 3,000 with uh, synthetic oils, probably overkill a little bit. But like I say, if he wa- if it makes him feel good, then that's exactly what you should do. Do it every 3,000 miles. There's nothing wrong with doing that. Okay. And then... I probably didn't take sides much on that at all. <laughs> but... Well, kind of, though. <laughs> Maybe do it every 4,000 miles. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Split compromise. <laughs> compromise. Uh, here's a uh, text to uh, 2007 Suburban. One cylinder has low compression and runs rough. Would you recommend rebuilding the engine or buying a used one? Well, there's a big price difference. So you would have to make the decision based on what you think the vehicle is worth. And uh, if you could find the right used engine, and and, uh, it's really hard for the consumer to do that when I call looking for an engine with the recycling places I, I have a relationship with those people, and I buy lots of parts from them. So uh, they have a vested interest in, you know, providing me with good parts. And But you, as a consumer just walking in the door, they don't know you and haven't seen you before, won't see you again. And so that's a little scarier. So uh, I when I'm looking for an engine, I can say, hey, make sure you send me a good one. And they do their best to do that. Uh, if you put a rebuilt engine from a good rebuilder, that's probably the best solution, but it's a lot more money. So hmm. uh, you'd have to make a decision on what you think it's it's worth. If, if the vehicle is still worth that kind of money, then then that's the best solution. That's what you should do. Here's a text, Dan. It says uh, they have a, a 2006 Toyota Prius uh, with a hatchback. It lifts really hard. 
Uh, do I need to replace anything? Can something else be done to help uh, this this hatch? Yeah, you know, on the, on those on that hatch, there's um, those uh, assist struts there. As as you lift the hatch, there's some uh, little shock absorber looking things that assist in the weight of that, and then they hold it up while it's uh, in the up position. So if you're heavy, if it's heavy, if it feels too heavy to open. If you replace those little shocks, uh, the hood struts we call them, uh, that will help. That will uh, certainly take a lot more of the weight off as you're opening the uh, the, the lid. And the, you know, because of the size of a lid on the Prius, uh, they're pretty heavy. So are they really to lift it without any assist at all? Is uh, you have to be pretty strong. All right. Um, here's a text that says, "I may buy a 2011 Camry today. The car has 26,000 miles on it." It belongs to a 90-year-old gentleman who's going to stop driving. Toyota did an oil change and their routine check recently. Uh, my question is, the car has not been driven much, but it's nine years old. Would you say the transmission fluid should be changed, radiator flush, things like that? What would you do if you were able to buy a car like that? Well, I, First of all, I'd be, Get thr- I'd be thrilled. <laughs> yeah, 2011. <laughs> yeah. yeah, take it into your shop and uh, and have have them do a used vehicle inspection just so there's no surprises. It makes you more comfortable. It makes the seller more comfortable. It's just a good idea for everyone to know what they're getting into and for the deal to have been fair and to have a a professional involved in giving it their blessing. So do that. Have it inspected. But as far as maintenance, I I would not be concerned about uh, doing anything sooner than the manufacturer recommends. I would uh, stay right on the manufacturer's chart it's got what is 20 some thousand miles at 30,000 miles there's some things that should be done go ahead and do those and if you're going to start driving at more normal mileage then just follow the maintenance schedule and i think you'll be just fine good luck with that yeah how do we get in touch with you guys at lloyd's come on over we are at 982 grand avenue in st paul you can find us on the web at lloyd's automotive l-l-o-y-d-s lloyd's automotive dot net uh Give us a call, 651-228-1316, or find us on Facebook. We're there, too. And we will do another show next week. Sounds good. I'll All be right. Here. Thank you, Dan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 